what will it look like for you in 2024 to live entirely for Christ? Welcome to the Kingdom Life Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Nilsson, speaker, author, and yes, life coach. We live in a noisy world with a million external influences vying for our attention. This is the space where we can quiet the noise, sort out our thoughts through honest conversation, and discover what it looks like to take aligned, faith-filled action in a world of endless possibilities. Hello, welcome to the Kingdom Life Coaching Podcast. I am your host, Megan Nelson, and it is a brand new year. This episode is coming out at the very beginning of January 2024, and so I want to wish you a happy new year. I don't know how you feel about the end of one year coming and the beginning of a new year, but I just get a little angsty, a little emotional. And this time of year just really makes me want to sit down and reflect and think about what happened last year, what was good, what was hard, where did I see God, and what what am I doing this year? What does 2024 have for me? And I wonder if you feel the same way. There's nothing particularly magical of going from, you know, a Friday to a Saturday or a Sunday to a Monday. It's still, you know, 24 hours in a day, but the way we have arranged our time is such that on December 31st of one year, we come to the end of it. We have a big party. We close it out. We we remember and we get together with friends and family. Some people stay up all the way till midnight to watch, you know, the ball drop somewhere in Times Square. I don't, I don't, I'm I'm way past that. Those those days are gone for me. But the point is. When I wake up the next morning, just like for you on January 1st, it's a brand new year. Your life may look the same. You're going to be living probably in the same house with the same people and the same job, but there's something different on the inside. There's this moment where you can take some time to reflect and think about what did last year look like and what is this year going to look like? So I have something very special to offer you. It's a reflection journal that I created a couple of years ago, and it's called Six Reflection Questions to Start the New Year. It is that simple, just six writing prompts. So I'm going to go into the kind of the inspiration and the catalyst for it today. But if you want to go to newyearreflections.com, that's new, N-E-W, year, Y-E-A-R, reflections.com, you can just type in your first name and your email, and I will send that directly to you so that you can print it out or just copy it down in your own journal. But I am very, very inspired by my friend Oswald Chambers. If you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know that my utmost for his highest is a book that has radically changed my life. And every time I pick it up, I mean, every single time I can read an entry of his 365 days a year and be inspired and challenged. And listen, January 1st is no different. In fact, January 1st is the inspiration for these six questions. And in in Oswald Chambers' devotional, the, the title for this January 1st entry is called, Let Us Keep to the Point. 
let's just get to the point. And his key verse is Philippians 1 verse 20. And I'm going to read it to you out of the Passion Translation. It goes like this. Paul is saying, no matter what, I will continue to hope and passionately cling to Christ so that he will be openly revealed through me before everyone's eyes. So I will not be ashamed in my life or in my death. Christ will be magnified in me. My true life is the anointed one and dying means gaining more of him. That's Philippians 1 verses 20 and 21 in the Passion Translation. And you know, several years ago, I had this dream. It's fascinating. This verse has been sitting in my spirit for quite some time. I don't know if you have dreams in your life where, where you know, a lot of my dreams are just boring to even wake up and, and try to describe them to you. I would start talking about all the crazy places we were and you'd be like, okay, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, I've never listened to someone recount their dream and you're like, oh yeah, that's funny. That's cool. Okay, whatever. But there have been a a few times in my life when I have woken up and I have known without a shadow of a doubt that God is speaking to me and he's saying something specific to me. And this verse is attached to one of those dreams. I'll spare you the uh, belaboring the details, but the point is I was getting ready for some kind of speaking engagement. And I could not, in my dream, I could not find my notes. So I was running around everywhere. I was about to go on. It was just minutes before I'm supposed to be on stage. And I have no idea where my notes are, what I'm going to be saying. I'm running through hallways, looking in lockers and boxes and all kinds of spaces and places. And in I walk into this like empty auditorium and I'm freaking out because I'm like, I have no idea what I'm going to say. In that moment, I feel the Spirit of God say to me, Megan, you do not need to worry about it. You only have one message. And the message is this, to live is Christ and to die is gain. And then I woke up. That's it. And I remember it all these years later because I've been thinking, God, what does this mean to live is Christ and to die is gain. And I was like, I think that's in the Bible somewhere. So I go look it up and sure enough, it's in Philippians 1.20. And another version version says this, it says, my earnest expectation and hope is that not in nothing I shall be ashamed, but with all boldness as always. So now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. So what does it look like to magnify Christ in everything that you do? And as you start this new year, if perhaps your heart resonates as my heart resonates with this with this Oswald, Oswald Chambers devotional, because he's unpacking this idea, what does it mean to live for Christ? And he says, my earnest expectation and hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed. He's quoting Paul. And then Oswald writes, we will all feel very much ashamed if we do not yield to Jesus the areas of our lives he has asked us to yield to him. So even in that sentence, I wonder, is there a place or space in 2023 in this past year in which you feel ashamed because you know that you did not yield to Jesus? You know that you took your own life in your own hands, and you kind of ramrodded your way through something, or you've been resisting something that he's talking to you about. And I want to break off that cloak of shame right this very minute. You do not have to feel ashamed 
Now, I would say the Holy Spirit brings conviction. So if you're feeling convicted to go back to the Lord and do whatever you need to do with Him, have whatever conversation you need to have, get on your knees and say, Lord, I tried it my own way. I did not yield to you in this area. I am so sorry. Will you forgive me? I want to yield to you in 2024. Go do business with Him. He is ready and open to receive that from you. And Oswald writes, it's as if Paul were saying, my determined purpose is to be my utmost for his highest, my best for his glory. To reach that level of determination is a matter of the will, not of debate or of reasoning, Oswald writes. He says, it is absolute and irrevocable surrender of the will at that point. An undue amount of thought and consideration for ourselves is what keeps us from making that decision. So he's saying the the reason that we have trouble surrendering to Christ is because we can only think about ourselves. Above all, we are narcissistic creatures. We come back, how am I feeling? How am I doing? How is this going to impact me? That's what keeps us from surrendering everything to Christ. He says, although we cover it up with the pretense that it is others we are considering. So even then we live in this like, twisted, upside-down, nuanced space where we we convince ourselves that we're thinking of other people. But ultimately, if we're honest, in the depths of our soul, we're really thinking about how this impacts us. What's going to happen to me? Chambers writes, when we think seriously about what it will cost others if we obey the call of Jesus, we tell God he doesn't know what our, our, our obedience will mean. Man, he has this way with words, doesn't he? Because he's basically saying, you know what? If you are concerned that when you follow Jesus and you're seriously considering the cost and you don't do it because you think it's going to be too costly, too scary, then we don't, we're telling God, you don't understand. If I say yes to you, you don't understand what's going to happen to me. You don't understand what's going to happen to my family. And this is where Chambers writes, keep to the point. God does know. God knows. And yet he's inviting you in anyway because he has a deeper understanding. God's ways are higher than our ways. He loves you. He wants to grow light and life and the kingdom through you. And we, we as human beings, we have a veiled understanding. We have a limited understanding. So what does it look like to say, no matter the cost, No matter if I live or die, I'm going to follow Christ. What does that look like? What could that look like for you this year? Chambers writes, shut out every other thought and keep yourself before God in this one thing. My utmost for his highest, meaning I'm going to give you God, I'm going to give you everything I have, all that I am for your highest glory, for your kingdom purposes. He writes, I am determined to be absolutely and entirely for him and him alone. What will it look like for you in 2024 to live entirely for Christ? And when you live entirely for Christ, it doesn't mean that you are, again, that you're just like pushing your way through life, pushing your own agenda. No, you are dying to yourself. You are dying to the flesh that so desperately wants control and comfort. And you are saying, I will release the flesh that is bringing death. 
because I only have a limited understanding and I receive the Spirit, the Spirit that brings life, the Spirit that brings joy and fulfillment and peace and purpose and all of the fruit of the Spirit. That's what's happening. Paul was determined that nothing was going to stop him from doing what God wanted. Nothing. I mean, even as I say that, I'm like, are you serious? Nothing's going to stop you from doing what God wanted? That hits me in in an encouragement and a deep conviction. What does it look like for me this year to to surrender to Christ, to cling to the hope and, and walk unashamed in my faith, in love and joy and connection with other people? Oswald says, before we choose to follow God's will, many times a crisis has to develop in our lives. So many testimonies come because a crisis has happened. We have hit a wall, something horrible has happened, and then we finally turn to God and say, wow, God, I cannot do this on my own. Will you come in and take care of me? Why does this happen? It happens because we tend to be unresponsive to God's Holy Spirit nudges. What could it look like for you this year to actually be so responsive and so tuned into the Holy Spirit that you move, you live and move and have your being in Him, walking, prompted by the nudges of the Holy Spirit so that you don't have to learn the hard way, you don't have to learn through a crisis, but you get to walk in step with the Holy Spirit because God brings us to the place where He asks us to be all that we are for Him. Then. When we do that, he can providentially orchestrate our life. There's this moment where we are in a crossroads. And if a crisis has come to you, if a crisis comes to you, you have a choice. You can surrender your will to Jesus absolutely, or you can turn and do it your own way. He's a gentleman. He's never going to force himself on you. You have a choice. I have a choice. What could it look like to start this year reflecting back on 2023 and saying, God, where were you? Where did you see God's hand at work in your life this past year? And what are the areas in which he's He's prompting you to yield more to him in the coming year? If you could change anything in 2024, when it comes to your faith and walking out your life in in as much as you have any control whatsoever, what would that look like for you? How can you yield to God? And, And is there anything in your heart of hearts, in your deepest little private spot of your soul, is there anything that you are afraid to surrender because you don't know what it's going to cost you? You're afraid of what it's going to cost those, those that you love. Be honest about that. Write that out. And then ask God, ask God to begin to to implant dreams and visions in your heart and your mind and your soul. He's at work. If you are living and breathing and walking and, and moving and having your being with him on this earth, he is wanting to collaborate. He wants to collaborate with you. He loves you so much. What gifts and talents has he put in you that you can cultivate in 2024 in order to for Christ to be more revealed in you, in, in order for the kingdom to come, what would that look like? And ultimately, how can you write down a prayer of surrender? Surrendering to God and saying, you know what? I understand that my flesh is limited, but your spirit is unlimited. 
limited. You, as a believer, as a kingdom person, as someone who wants to follow God with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength, you have the ability every day to release the flesh and exchange it for God's spirit. What could that look like for you today? So this is going to be a shorter episode, and I want to leave you with that. So if you are intrigued, if you want to reflect on the past year and dream with God about what this new year could look like for you as you walk in step with Him, then I want to invite you to grab that journal. It's absolutely free. Again, go to newyearreflections.com. Or you can go to my website, meganbnilson.com. You can look at the banner at the top there. Either way, you're going to get it sent to you and you can begin to dream with God. And if you're the kind of person that is ready to dream with God and you're like, man, if only I had a clearer vision, if only I understood what God wanted me to do, if only I I had the time, I know what God wants me to do, but I don't have the time to, to do what he wants me to do then I have an invitation for you. On January 19th, Lissa Figgins, a Christian time management coach, and I are going to be hosting the If Only Conference for two hours on a Friday morning, January 19th. Go to ifonlyconference.com. You will get all the details, but you can come to that call knowing that you are going to be showing up with other men and women of faith who want to follow God's call, but just need to shut out the noise, begin to ask God for some clarity. And then if you want to create the vision, cast that vision and then create the time, this is for you. There are so many possibilities ahead of you in 2024. Again, we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. There are lots of things that come to us that that we have no control over. But this is a space and a place in this area, your faith. You have control over what your faith looks like. You have control over the rate at which it grows because you can choose to spend your time surrendered, yielded to the Spirit of God, asking Him to speak into you and breathe His his ideas and His plans and His purposes in your heart and in your mind so that you can walk with deeper peace greater joy, deeper connections with God and other people. So I love you guys so much. Happy, happy new year and go to newyearreflections.com to grab your journal and begin this journey with Jesus today. All right. I love you and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If this episode challenged or inspired you, I would be honored if you would rate it and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts so others can hang out with us too. If you'd like to connect at a deeper level, you can find me on Instagram at Megan underscore Nilsen or head to my website, MeganBNilsen.com and schedule a free curiosity and connection call. Let's keep the conversation going.